All right, good evening, everyone. Welcome. It's another edition of It's Still Real to Me. It's a bonus edition of It's Still Real to Me. Normally, we come at you on the weekends and get you caught up with everything going on in the world of pro wrestling. And, of course, everything Zazlo Show 2.0, including It's Still Real to Me, is always brought to us by Anna Jar and Levine, Accent and Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. If you're involved in any kind of accident, 800-747-3733. Anna Jar Levine. First call you make is to 911. Second call you make is to Anna Jar and Levine. Best accident attorneys around. Title sponsor of Zaslo Show 2.0. Good to have you aboard here with us. Our pal here is Joey Levin. So we're coming at you with a, a bonus episode. We've been doing it so real to me a lot lately because... Last week, we did a Fastlane preview show. So now tonight, we're going to do a Fastlane recap show from this past Saturday's WWE Premium Live event. We can we can take some of your comments, your questions. I see we already got a few people who are on board here, which is fun. We had a handful of people when we first tried this last week, first tried doing a live stream for the first time. I think it went pretty well. Joey, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think it went great. Shout out to the uh, the viewers and the commenters from the first episode. It was it was fun getting a little different perspective from the from the Zazlo show universe. So uh, let's keep it going. Yeah, I like being able to do it live. So this is a fun way to do it. And tonight's a good time to do it, too, because we're going into a, a Monday Night Raw, which starts out the pro wrestling week in what feels like it's going to be a really big pro wrestling week. Now, of course. WWE Raw goes up against Monday Night Football. You got Packers and Raiders tonight, and that means a good opportunity for me to tell you guys about Bet Online. Bet Online, your number one information source for all your sports wagering info, with all the up to the minute stats, news, scores, matchup breakdowns. You can get the latest game odds, spreads, totals from the NFL and all your college football action. It's at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on stats, news, and odds. Matter of fact, last week on it's still real to me. We gave you the odds for Fastlane if you placed a few wagers. I don't know. Well, all throughout the college football playoff and then through the Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere. You can head to the Bet Online website today. Use your mobile device to get in on the action. And remember, use promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. And you get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. So we'll do some fast lane reaction tonight. I think this week is, I think this is like, I know Friday, Joey, is being billed as the season premiere of SmackDown. Is tonight the season premiere of Monday Night Raw then also? They haven't promoted it that way. I, I guess right. they, they just, they just got to promote the season premiere as a reason for the, why the tribal chief is coming back. Right. Like that was the, the, the whole, the whole promotion was, on the season premiere of, of Friday Night SmackDown, Roman Reigns returns. Well, like, it, it is technically, you know, this time of year, October, is when the fall shows have their season premieres. And usually WWE, that's where, you know, be like a new season where you put on, you know, on your guide and it'll say season 25 of WWE Raw episode number X. But yeah, you're right. I, I haven't seen them promoting tonight. Like it's the season premiere. So I don't know. Maybe they know you only have a certain amount of fan with. So with Roman Reigns' return on Friday, they're calling that the season premiere. And we all know they're putting a ton of effort into tomorrow night's NXT going up against yeah. title Tuesday for AEW. So this really does feel like a huge week. Uh, appreciate everybody who's popping on board here. 
If you if you want to send comments, you do all that type of stuff. This is a real neat way for us to be able to interact with some folks while we're doing the live show. And if you don't catch the entire live show here, it gets uploaded in the podcast form wherever you're getting Zaslow Show 2.0. And of course, it's still real to me. So first up, general view of Fastlane from a couple nights ago. You know I always love the WWE Premium Live events. I rarely have anything negative to say. I don't have anything negative to say about Fastlane, but I'll be totally honest. I thought it was a completely average show. I, I, I like. I didn't think it was anything special. I not that I had a hard time staying awake, but I was getting tired throughout the show. I I, I did not think you. I thought it was completely average. I don't think we could be any more on the same page. Actually, I fell asleep during the main event, and I woke up for the ending, and I texted my brother. Basically, exactly what you just said. I texted him word for word about as average of a pay-per-view as you could have had. And, yeah. and again, I didn't want to start off negative, so I'm glad you did. Um, but it was, yeah, it was. Again, was that's not negative. Like, I, 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 that's not necessarily being yeah. negative. But usually I'll come on here after a WWE premium line event. That was awesome. I didn't think it was awesome. There was just, look. 12 shows a year, 13 shows a year with the Saudi shows. And then you get the Australia shows. And then uh, it's hard to, to hit a home run every single time. Mm-hmm. And to be fair to triple H, since we're not being negative, we're being positive as positive as we can be. I, we've talked about this generally, these sort of thrown together shows that don't have a big marquee match. And we don't really, you know, they don't have a huge build. Triple H usually hits a home run has been hitting home runs with these types of shows. This is the right. first time it really wasn't a complete home run. So, you know, it is what it is. It, but I think, you know, overall, yeah, average is a great way to describe it. So let's go over a handful of things that happened in the show. And again, if you're listening or watching, we can we can take some of your questions, some of your thoughts, and that whole deal. So let's start, let's let's start out with the opening match, which was Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes winning the tag team titles. Both of us thought it was definitely going to be Judgment Day that continues, <coughs> excuse me, that continues their reign. Cody and Jay get the win. It was a fun match, but I have no idea why Jay and Cody win those titles. If not, because I guess they're trying, well, there could be two reasons. One, they're going to try and get to a place where we're going to have a big Jay and Cody feud. All right. And, you know, putting a random tag team together, that's a classic trope of WWE to eventually get those guys to fight each other or is putting the tag titles on Jay Uso, who is super hot and Cody Rhodes, who's maybe the biggest baby face in the company. Is that just a way to get both of them on both shows? Yes. The second one, I, to me, that's exactly what it is. I mean, again, we're not that far away. Really? Technically we're not that far away from WrestleMania. Eventually we talked about this. You got to set up the Jay and Jimmy stuff. And Cody, even in the post presser, which I don't know if you want. Did you watch the post press? They apparently showed up like hammered to the post press conference, right? Jay was blasted. Like the guy couldn't even put a sentence together. It was amazing. It's awesome. Um, But they asked him in the, in the press conference, Cody said his mind is still where it's always been. He's, he came to WWE for one thing. He came to WWE to finish the story. The story is one thing. And um, so if you're going to, set up him finishing the story and you want to set up Jimmy and Jay, they're on different shows. So now they have a link. They have a bridge to both shows and they can slowly set yeah. this up. 
They could potentially set up something for Survivor Series. Um, you know, but it also makes me think like, man, Friday night, am I wrong in this? Friday night, the end of the show, that was the first interaction we've seen between Jay and Jimmy since Jay yeah. quit WWE and came back. That's sort yeah, of underwhelming, cool. no? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess, but I thought it was kind of cool. I liked... The moment was cool. The moment was yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. But their first... They didn't even really interact with each other. You would think that would be a big moment where they finally came face to face for the first time after all of that. And we thought that maybe that would happen at Fastlane, but it didn't really happen. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, though, match was fine. I just thought it was a stunner. Yeah. Like, for in, like, and it happened, I believe, on the same night. So nobody watched AEW Collision, obviously. You're not watching Collision up against Fastlane. It's just a disaster for AEW. No, Collision doesn't get numbers anyway. And going up against Fastlane, you're dead in the water. And so they put the tag titles. I found out the next day, because obviously I didn't watch it. They put their tag team championship on Ricky Starks and Big Bill, who took down FTR, apparently, in, in a virtual squash match, which leads me to believe that, because uh, Cash apparently was hardly in the match. Wasn't so maybe match. he's hurt. Yeah, so maybe he's hurt, and they had to get the belts off of FTR. Yeah. Uh, which was more of a shocker, you think? FTR winning the titles or Cody and Jay winning the titles? To me, it was FTR. But now that we know or we think we know that Cash was hurt, it's... Or is he going to prison? A... I mean, is it, well, does he have so, a little bit of a legal situation? Well, no. So I saw that. on. I saw some people saying, like, is Cash going to prison? I think right. it's the injury, but I I, I don't know. Be gracious. Um, go to prison with the belt. You know how the, the other companies... They're always afraid you got to drop the belt before you leave. And they're always afraid of you taking their belt and showing up on television well, in the other promotion with their belt. He should show up to prison with the belt. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we have – and then we can end up doing a crossover with Dom, who's been to prison, and Cash, who's been to prison. Oh, know, yeah. Do a whole prison match. Um, but I will also point out, you know, when we were going through the odds for Fastlane, I did say if there was one – dog i was going to take in those odds it was cody and jay um so it was less shocking to me that they won and my reason for not thinking they were going to win was i do still think it's kind of weird that you had jay leave the usos leave the bloodline and his first title he wins is a tag title right you have him leave there to stand out as a solo guy yeah but i guess if you're going to do it with anybody it's cody and by the way we talked last week about how la knight might be the biggest face in the company now Uh -uh. it's still cody rhodes that crowd, the way they react for Cody, maybe it's just that city. Maybe it's just Indy. But Friday and Saturday night, every person in the crowd knew every single word to his entrance song. He is so freaking over still. It's crazy. Um, but no, FTR for me it was. But I also didn't I didn't think that um, Ricky and, and Big Bill were like a legit tag team. I thought he was just like his heavy. It, it, That's what it, I thought. Yeah, It caught me real off guard. Um so it was them. By the way, Big Nick, South Florida accountability. His reason, I guess, for thinking they won. I think when he, he wrote great here, I think he meant tag team. Tag team can travel. Roman costs them the title. Cody announces he's the trade. That's the trade because they have not announced the Who trade, the trade was for yet. Yeah. So that's what he thinks. Why they put the tag titles on him. I, I mean, it'd be a really shitty trade for Raw. Like, I get it. You want Jey Uso, but you're going to give up Cody Rhodes. He ain't giving up Cody Rhodes. Uh, nah, you're not giving up Cody Rhodes. shitty not... trade. Who's the GM? The anonymous GM loses that trade. But um, as far as far as him tagging with Cody, 
there is a built-in story there because they're really leaning on the whole Cody brought Jay over. Mm-hmm. So there's a story there, and maybe it ends with you know Jay being like, "Yo, I'm not I'm not your lapdog," or so I don't need I don't need favors from you. You know, yeah, it could absolutely. I mean, it would make sense. Again, we gotta kill time till Mania. We know what the stories are for Mania. You gotta kill time, so maybe that's that's part of it as well. I want to mention here before we continue on. So one of our great sponsors, one of our newest sponsors on It's Still Real to Me, Matthew Mashler, Signature Real Estate Finder. Did you see Matthew on television at the pay per view? Did you catch him? He's always one of those guys. He sits in the front row of all the big premium live events. He always wears a suit. He's got his hair in like a, a ponytail and he's got a huge beard. Did you see him? I gotta, I gotta, I, I'm gonna be honest. I gotta look out for him next time. I, I saw I, him on I, camera. I, I saw him on camera for SmackDown. He was on the aisle at the runway for SmackDown. And then for, for Fastlane, he was like three rows behind the announce table, which sitting in the front row was Declan McMahon, Shane McMahon's yeah. son. Yeah. Running back for Indiana football, he had the belt and everything. The Indiana mm-hmm. uh, championship belt, which, yeah. by the way, at quick glance, looks like a Nazi symbol. Not gonna lie, it's right. a weird looking <laughs> belt. It looks like a Nazi logo yeah. when you're holding it up, and you look really quick. But yeah, Matthew Mashler, he was sitting there uh, like three rows back. I was able to see him. He had the BRCW Boca Raton Championship Wrestling sign. He was holding up when the camp, when the red light was on near him. Anyway, Matthew Mashler, signature real estate finder. If you're looking for your dream home in any part of this beautiful South Florida area, you look no further than Matthew H. Mashler. He is your trusted real estate broker. Getting a new home should be an easy, fun, uh, uh, it should be an exciting process. It shouldn't give you any kind of anxiety. Matthew Mashler and his team at Signature Real Estate Finder, they make sure you're getting the best deal and your dream home all taken care of. And with over a decade experience, Matthew specializes in luxury homes. He is a certified luxury home marketing specialist. Hey, if you're looking for a home, you go to Matthew H. Mashler Signature Real Estate. If you're trying to be part of a new team, take your career to that next level. Hey, you could join the Signature team. Signature real estate companies are South Florida's industry leaders, ranked number one in all of Boca Raton. And with offices throughout Florida, that's Boca, Delray, Coral Springs, Fort Lauderdale, Palm Beach, Orlando, Naples, the Signature team is where you want to be. So if you're looking to buy your new dream home, Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334, or go to realestatefinder.com. If you're looking to sell your property, Matthew H. Matchler, realestatefinder.com. If you're looking to join the best in the business, contact Matthew H. Matchler, 561-208-3334, or go to realestatefinder.com. Matthew H. Matchler, your pathway to exceptional real estate experiences. All right. So next up here, let's get into a triple threat match. I loved it. EO Sky retains the belt against Charlotte and Asuka. We both felt EO was going to win. I love the beginning of the match. Just out of nowhere, because you don't expect it at the very start. Asuka spits the mist right into Charlotte, Charlotte Flair's face. Gets rid of Charlotte. So there were, some, there were several spots throughout the match I thought were super cool. The story, though, is obviously Bailey finally does something right in helping... EO and Damage Control win the match in the end. She distracts the referee. Charlotte should have won the title because Asuka was tapping out. And instead, Bailey distracts the referee. 
Io comes in. Really cool finish, I thought, off the top rope. She retains, and away we go. I hope it means that we're finally getting a one-on-one feud between Io and Asuka. Okay. Now, let me ask you about that ending. Why does the referee... It's a triple threat match. Triple threat matches are no DQ. Right. So why is the referee distracted? Bailey can come in the ring if she wants. It's an ODQ. No, no, but Charlotte, uh, uh, Oscar was tapping out. Right, but why is the referee, why does the referee even care? Oh, well, because like, the referee doesn't like, want her to come into the ring. Yeah, but but like, I get that the referee being distracted means Oscar, you can't see Oscar tapping out. But, yeah. the ref, but it's a no DQ. Yeah, but the so referee, referee still is distracted, right? Yeah, but the referee's not supposed to just invite everyone to come into the ring that wants he to come didn't into invite. the ring. He didn't invite, but also it's no DQ. Yeah, I I didn't have an issue with that. I don't have a problem with that. That was my main thing. Was I was just like, well, why is he even distracted by Bailey? She's allowed to be there. It's a triple threat. There's no rules. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I'm good with him being distracted there. So I liked it. I yeah, dug. The I mean, I, I like the match, and we obviously. We, EO should have a good run here. So it, it, it was good. The ending was good. It, that part just kind of threw me off. I was like, this is weird. Like it, 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 it struck me as like, I, I don't understand why the ref is distracted, but it was good. It was fun. I, uh, I love Charlotte. I'm always into her winning, but man, I'm glad she didn't win this match. I just, I like the idea of EO being the champion for a while. I like the potential idea of Asuka and EO going at each other. I do. I, I am a little bit disappointed from the perspective of, I thought we were going to get to a place where we were going to get a heel version of Asuka. When she cha- when she returned, she changed the face paint. And, like, they kind of teased it during the feud with Bianca. And then once Asuka lost at SummerSlam, Bianca beat her. And then, of course, EO cashed in. It was like, nah, we're going to keep her baby face. I think they pivoted because everyone was cheering her. Like, everybody liked the idea and the character so much that she never got booed. And I think they probably just pivoted and were like, I guess she's just going to be Asuka. Like, we can't get her to be a heel. And that's just, that happens with some people. Honestly, I think you're seeing it happen. We'll talk about it with the Street Profits right now. People don't want to boo the Street Profits, it seems like. Um, But yeah, I think that's kind of what happened with Asuka, which is the character was so cool. And we were so excited to see it that we cheered it. And they might have just noticed that and been like, all right, well, I guess we'll just keep her face. Can I tell you what bums me out? Like, I... You're probably going to get Asuka and Io now, you know, having a program together. And I know it's an easy thing to do to complain about the WWE's women's division, that women don't get enough attention in that whole deal. But there is something to be said of the fact that if you're not in the main title picture, you're not getting any television time. And it's like, with the men, there's a million mid-card feuds. Why can't we get cool women mid-card feuds? Like, so that's why Charlotte always wins the title. Because they want her on television. And if you're not in the title picture, you're not on television. Like, you're telling me we can't get a Charlotte versus Bailey mid-card feud, but it's not for the title. So they're not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that that part I agree with. Like, a, But I also think, like, there's just not – there's just – like, we talked about this when we talked about Tri- Tiffany Stratton moving up. The, the women's division is just kind of weak. So they don't, they don't even, they don't really have a ton. Like right now, it seems like it's a little weak. They don't have a ton of like mid-card talent that would keep your attention to, to see. Bailey, Charlotte excluded. That would be great. That would be a great, but that, that, I don't, I don't think you could consider that like a mid-card feud. That is. A no, but I just say mid-card because it's not for a title. 
that's right. That's why right. I say that. But it but it is because whoever wins that is in the title picture, right? You know what I mean? Like if Bailey and Charlotte are fighting each other, then that's for a title shot. Like the the next thing for it, where do you go from Bailey Charlotte? You go to the title. I guess I'm just um, saying, like, if it's not, if it's not, for, like, if Charlotte doesn't have the title, I'd still like to see Charlotte. Right. Throw I, yeah. in another feud. Let me still see her on TV, you know? Yeah. Well, hey, at least um, the the women's champion on that brand gets to fight because there's a women's champion who doesn't even get to be physically involved in her matches that we're going to talk about. So at least they get to fight, you know? Do you do you have anything to add with Cena and LA Knight? I mean, it was it's pretty ho hum, man. There, there weren't a lot to it. No, I think it was yeah. exactly what we thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was, it was pretty was much exactly not a lot there. Yeah, no, I mean yeah, it's everybody. it's all about building LA Knight. I think the one thing I will that I can say is Cena is just such a clown. Like I know he's always been kind of goofy, but like just the way no, he was, it's very over the top now. It's the been way over the top for a couple years. Yeah, and like. LA Knight comes out the way he's like chanting with the crowd and he's like <gasps> like he's doing this like shock thing like LA Knight's there oh my god look it's LA like, right it's like oh my god there. you're here to help me hey buddy yeah. you're fucking John Cena yeah yeah <laughs> you know it, that whole thing is um that was the only thing that stuck out to me the rest of the matches it's whatever it's fine uh actually like, somebody somebody posted on Twitter a like a, a set of moves that LA Knight did Side by side with, oh my God, who was it? It was a women's wrestler, a Tori Wilson. It was a it was a set of moves that Tori Wilson did in a match, and L.A. Knight almost did it like move for move. And I, it it was probably just a complete coincidence, but they tweeted like, "Look at L.A. Knight uh, showing respect to the legend Tori Wilson." Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So just like we thought, Carlito makes his return. Uh, I thought it was kind of underwhelming, to be perfectly honest with you. They changed Maybe, his music. Yeah, they changed the music. I was like, that music that music hits so hard when he returned yeah. to help out Bad Bunny. But I don't know. Maybe it's kind of like, yeah, we all remember that return with Bad Bunny, and it like blew the roof off, and nothing Weird. is ever going to come close to that ever again. So I thought Carlito's return was pretty underwhelming, to be perfectly honest with you. And, and yeah, so the LWO wins, and... I guess away we go from there. Really, not a whole lot to it. Yeah, I mean, this is how they turn, right? This is because Carlito's a heel. Like, this is how they turn on Ray, right? It's got to be. Like, Carlito can't be a face. Like, it's going to eventually, it's going to wear off that people are happy to see Carlito. And then you got to make him a heel. Like, that's naturally what he is. He's a heel. Why didn't Um, he have the apple? So, like, oh, like, I'm telling you, maybe again, maybe we were spoiled from. Carlito's return, which was out of nowhere in Puerto Rico, but holy shit, was that a cool moment where he and he takes out the app when he bites it, and Corey Graves with the great call. Now that that's cool. Yeah. It's just nothing was ever going to live up to it. Him returning like, this past weekend, and also why, why didn't why didn't it happen at the beginning of the match? Why did it happen right. in the middle of the match? Like, it was just like why so couldn't he get there on time? I got your yeah. call. Hey, come on time. Yeah. Why Ray couldn't get on the mic and just be like. Like, you know, Street Profits and like Bobby. Ray, Ray called him 24 hours. Ray called him 24 hours in advance. Yeah, the Street Profits and Bobby couldn't have sat there on the mic. Oh, you don't have somebody. We're going to kill you, blah, 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 blah. And then Ray goes, oh, no, I got someone. Boom. Yeah. Like, hit the music. Why is it happening? Yeah. It was just, it was, it was weird. And now it, it begs weird. the question. It also begs the question again. Where are we going with this Bobby Lashley Street Profits thing? Where are we going with that? Because they lost again. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what, like, what do you do? 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's get to the main event. Main event was awesome. Uh, I was tired by the end of the night. Like I said, I thought it was a really average show. Main event was awesome. There were some really tough spots that Seth Rollins took. I dug the blood, of course. There's there's rarely any kind of blood with WWE, so I, lo- I, I, I dug Rollins, got just being messed up. There, and there was a point in that match where I thought Shinsuke was going to win. I, I, I thought they, I thought they were going to pull the trigger and, and Rollins, of course he overcomes, he wins. I still think Shinsuke comes out of this whole program, a major winner. Uh, I just, I I love the mist. Didn't see that coming. It was really gross. I mean, he spit a lot of shit in Seth Rollins face there. And I thought again, second straight pay-per-view. I thought Damian Priest was leaving with that title. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, is Damian Priest stupid? They're, they're in a last man standing match. If there's ever been a time to cash in, it's a last man standing match. Like, why wouldn't you? And I guess they had to, you know, do the whole injury angle earlier in the night. Because I guess that's the reason why he wouldn't cash in. But man, no, that's Rhea the perfect him opportunity. Rhea well, because he's no. hurt. Because he's hurt. Right. Well, yeah, Rhea said. Yeah, but, but like. I think they're just they're just hammering home that Rhea's in charge because oh, even with him hurt, even with him hurt, you have the whole judgment day. They could all help. Right. Like right. so they could have just done it even if he's hurt. They're really just hammering home the Rhea is hurt thing. Um the thing Shinsuke was great. Shinsuke's been great in this whole thing. I just don't know where do you go now? Like where do you go with Shinsuke? This felt like it's coming to an end probably pretty soon for him and this was last for all. You think you think his run is coming to an end? He's pretty like you, old. You think his run with WWE is coming to an end? I think maybe just in general, like he's been around forever. He's been wrestling for a long time. He's a little bit older. I know he's been really good, but like, where do you go with him now? I got you back now. I uh, I don't think that his run is coming to an end. I think I think this is the start, or it's been the start of like a second wind almost for him. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. And I think this is going to be a really cool run for heel Nakamura. I, yeah, I, I know he's getting old. I mean, what's he, he's early forties, right? Yeah. 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 I, I, I think we're about to, cont- I, I don't know where he goes from here, but I, I think we still got some meat on the bone and he's, yeah, I think he's a, like kind of in the middle of a, a really good second run here. Anyway, uh, you got anything else to add about the main event? Thought, I thought the main event was really good. It was by far the highlight of the night of a very average premium line event, a live event. Yeah. I Yeah. I, I don't have much on the main event, but since you brought up Priest and we talked, can, can we jump back to Judgment Day for a second? Um, We didn't really get to talk about this much, but we, or we haven't talked about it because we haven't done a show since SmackDown. SmackDown... We get the segment, yeah. Rhea and Paul Heyman. So they're they're really playing up the Rhea is the boss thing. Um, Rhea at the show decides Damian Priest can't cash in. Rhea's the boss. Can you yep. just I I know you I know people don't want to hear this from me, and I beat it like a dead horse. Rhea's just a manager with a belt. Rhea's just a manager with a belt. Like Rhea doesn't wrestle. And by the way, 
Rhea didn't even get physically involved in the tag match. Zelina Vega got physically involved in her tag match. Like, you're telling me Zelina Vega can help the LWO win a match, but Rhea can't help Judgment Day? Rhea, this, she's supposed to be a beast. She's supposed to be the monster. She's supposed to be the most dominant champion on the roster. She can't get involved, but she's just... What's the difference between her and Paul Heyman? What's the difference between her and, I don't know, Sherry Martell, Luna Vachon? Like, what is the difference between her and any of them right now? God, was there anything better than Sherry interfering and taking a guaranteed atomic uh, atomic drop? Every time with the atomic but drop. I, but at least she's taking the atomic drop. Rhea is just directing traffic at this point. Like, I, I just, I know how good her character is is right now, but do something. She's not wrestling. She is the women's champion. She doesn't wrestle. Like, I, I actually looked back at it. Since she won the title, she's had six TV matches. Mm -hmm. Six. Three against Raquel Rodriguez, two against Natalia, and one against Zelina Vega. This ain't a championship run. This is not a championship run. She's the boss of Judgment Day. That's great. But she's not the women's champion. She doesn't fight. Unless I'm unless I miss something, do we know what the agreement is yet between Judgment Day and Bloodline? Nope. I don't think they really. I I don't think they. Other than them all coming out and helping at the end of SmackDown, I don't think there was any like clarification on what the like what agreement they had or anything like that. No, because because they have an agreement. We know that yep. now. Okay, but it just hasn't been revealed. All right. Well, I guess they do. I mean, because at at SmackDown, Paul Heyman said approved or whatever. Authorized. Like, authorized, right. Authorized. So I guess, I mean, it was a great moment when Zelina, or uh, sorry, Rhea pushed Heyman's phone down and said, acknowledge me. That was cool. That was a moment. That was quite a moment. How about Heyman, though, to add to the storyline, not dying his hair anymore? I know. I know. That's good shit. I know. Oh, I meant to mention this also in that tag match. How about Michael Cole saying when Finn and Cody started off the match saying, yeah, Finn Balor, former leader of the Bullet Club against Cody Rhodes, another leader of the of the Bullet Club. Yeah. Which like also shit. is which is not true. Cody was never a leader, but he was part of it. Doesn't so matter. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Adds I like the story. Shit. I, I, it, it's really interesting that they did it now with NXT coming up, going head to head with AEW and AEW currently has the Bullet Club. They Bullet yeah. Club gold. Yeah. Really yeah. I thought that was cool. Yep. Yeah. So if we could take a look ahead now, we, we got raw tonight. Whoa, wait, wait, Jade. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, look, weird. Their right? MO is to make her like, look, she's going to be a massive star. And so they want to treat it as such. And I guess also they may be saying, you know what? Our audience may not know who she is. So let's make sure we roll her out in a way that comes across like a major star, as opposed to if she just showed up out of nowhere and then we're going to get the huge pop. Maybe they're not sure that they would be getting that huge pop because they don't know if their entire audience knows who she is. So maybe I'm being selfish in that regard where, yeah, I wish she would just show up. But their way of presenting her may actually end up being the right move because their entire audience definitely does not know who Jade Cargill is. Yeah, I. it was fine. It was weird that they did it on the pre-show, but then they showed it again during the regular show. Yeah. But also, why was she wearing ring gear? That's how that's that's how she goes out, man. She's going to Whole Foods, she goes to Publix, she uh she goes to Home Depot. She's ready for a fight, man. She wears She's her always, ring gear. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess 
No. I mean, if I was WWE and I'm trying to get this across who this person is and get people excited, I would want to show how freakishly jacked she is. I mean, she is. There has never been a more ripped female on any women's roster ever. She's got like a 16-pack. I do have a uh, I do have a question here I want to throw out. This is from Saul. He sent me this question on Twitter. He's got a couple questions tonight. Uh, he's looking for a ratings prediction from the shows tomorrow. You got NXT uh, NXT going up against AEW Title Tuesday. Uh, what do you make of tomorrow night as far as uh, uh, ratings go? I would expect that NXT is going to crush Title Tuesday on AEW. Yeah, I don't know what numbers are good and are bad. Like I can't make an actual number prediction. NXT is going to destroy AEW. Mm-hmm. It's not. By the way, oh, we and, and, and since we're talking about it now, Undertaker Gong at the end of the NXT promo. Undertaker's going to be at NXT. That's amazing. So I mean, who do we have? You think there's going to be Undertaker? Teasing, right. I guess. I mean, you think there's going to be Undertaker? We know John Cena. We know Oscar. We know Paul Heyman. We know Cody Rhodes. Yep. Who else do we have? That's it. That's it. That's. I mean, I think Becky Lynch may be there because she's the champion. Oh, she's so. got to be then. Yeah, she's got to be. Um. I mean that's that's enough. It's only a and two we're getting Oscar versus Roxanne Perez. I mean Oscar yep. has to win, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, does she? I think I, I think so. Well, isn't the whole thing is Roxanne Perez is trying to get a title shot? So maybe they have her go over, so that earns her back her title shot. I don't know. Um, yeah. Carmelo Hayes against Braun Breaker, right? That's gonna be. I'm excited for that match with Cena and Heyman being there. Yep. I'm excited for that match. Yep, that's awesome. Cody Rhodes' big announcement. You think they're bringing back Great American Bash? No, no. You Starcade. think they're they're bringing back Starcade in December? I think it's a possibility. That'd be a big announcement. He did say I, now. I but I guess I wonder what it has to do with NXT. So, like, why do it on NXT other than Dusty the the Dusty connection? So maybe it's not that. Maybe right. it's something involving NXT. He said it's a big announcement for NXT and you know WWE as a whole. So maybe it's something else, but it fits. Uh, and uh, am I leaving anyone out this far as WWE Brent? appearances there tomorrow? No. Uh, hold on. I have the NXT preview pulled up. Um, Brawl and Brutes. Brawl and Brutes are going to be there. Yeah, um, and and I mean, and and look, Dominic's got to be there, right? He's a North American champion; he'll be there, sure. And then me, and I guess that means mommy will be there. Yeah, you'll probably get all of judgment there. All right, yeah. tomorrow's a big show. I'm into tomorrow night. Then That's I'm huge. looking forward to that. I'm gonna watch it live. I don't watch yeah. NXT live often, but I will watch it live. I think I'm gonna watch it live too. All right. Did I leave anything else out here? Uh, no, well, title I mean, we Tuesday. Have... What's coming right, up so for have... Title Tuesday? So title Tuesday, we got international championship, Ray Phoenix versus John Moxley Mox. Oh, so he's got to get the belt back now. I would like, think let's so. Go. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. All right. I hope um, so. Switchblade Jay White versus Hangman Adam Page, which is a fun oh, match. Oh, okay. And so I don't know if you've been following what has gone on with Jay White. He stole MJF's title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's walking around with the title. And by yeah. the way, if you didn't see their backstage pro- bullet club gold, they might be one of the best. I mean, they're awesome. One yeah. of their gimmicks, one of their gimmicks is that everyone in the group has a has a nickname other than Austin Gunn. He's begging for a nickname. Oh, is that it's, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's Switchblade Jay White, Rock Hard Juice Robinson, Cockstrong Colton Gunn, and Cardblade. Oh my god. Wait, so they walk around with a cardboard cutout of Jay White and he's called Cardblade. Uh-huh. So um, so now they have the belt, and Jay White introduced the belt to the rest of the Bullet Club as the newest member of the Bullet Club. And okay. he said, and his name. His name is AEW World Heavyweight Championship. 
And Colton's like, I think he needs a nickname. That's kind of long. And Austin's like, no, he can't get a nickname. He can't get a nickname. And Juice goes, how about we just call him Belt? And Jay White's like, like you know what? We're going to call him Belt. That's his nickname. <laughs> I like it. Um, so Jay White with the belt versus Hangman. But it's funny. He challenged Hangman to title Tuesday. And he said, but my belt's not on the line. Um, which was a good good move. Uh, we got number one contenders match for the TNT title. Swerve versus Brian Danielson. Okay. That's a great match. That's going to be a banger. That's going to be 30 okay. minutes long, and it's going to be good. Um, Adam Copeland versus Luchasaurus in his first match in AEW. Oh, I wonder who's going to win. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, Soraya versus Hikaru Shida for the title. Soraya's and... got to keep it right? Yeah, I would think so. I would think like, so. I'd like Tony Storm to be the one who takes it from her, but I mean, she already Eventually. lost to her. Yeah. Or what's her name coming back? Jamie Hader. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Powerhouse Hobbs versus Jericho. Okay. I mean, Powerhouse Hobbs is going to win that, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, he's part of the Don Callis family now. So okay. I think they got to build that'll him be up. the best thing that's happened at Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought the stuff with him and, and Wardlow was good. And then it, they just kind of, it just kind of fizzled out. Um, yeah, that, that's the card, but yeah, th- if there's any question of who's winning the waiting ratings war tomorrow night, I don't even think it's close. Yeah. I think NXT is going to get a really good number tomorrow. They're going to crush, uh, AEW, but it is what it is. It's whatever, you know, I'm gonna, I'll watch NXT live and, and then I'll watch AEW right after, and we'll have the baseball on the small TV and away we go. All right. One other thing on, on AEW, you know how sometimes they, they like set up their storylines on BTE. Yeah. MJF was on BTE this week. I think it's the first time he's ever been on BTE. Okay. Um, um, and he went into the Young Bucks and they went into the Elite's locker room doing the whole MJF face thing. Like, hey, guys, I've always been on your side. You guys are the greatest tag team of all time, blah, 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 blah. And they were like, hey, maybe, maybe Adam Cole's not wrong about you. Maybe you are a really good guy. And then him and Kenny are like, commiserating about how they both got their ass kicked and Kenny's like, Oh, maybe we are, maybe, maybe we can be pals. And then MJF gets in his ear and he goes 26, 26 days, asshole or something like that. And then Kenny looks at the, looks at the camera and he goes, after he leaves and goes, what does 26 days mean? You know what 26 days was from when they shot that 26 days until MJF becomes the all time, uh, the longest reigning AEW champion. Oh, is Kenny Omega, Omega the guy? Oh, uh, okay. All right. So, so as of we, today, you know, Omega 20... challenging him, him like challenging him, like so right the, before the day before he breaks the record is dynamite. So maybe we get Kenny versus yeah, MJF. That'd be good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that'd be good. All right, very good, man. So look, unless anything crazy happens, appreciate everybody joining us here on a, another live stream edition. I think we're going to keep doing it like this live streaming. It's still real to me. Normally, it's on the weekends, but we. have been throwing out some bonus episodes so appreciate you guys i saw like i was looking it was certainly a lot more than we had all at once last time on the first time so i'm hoping that uh it continues to grow of course if you missed any of the show make sure you like you rate you comment you do all that stuff uh that's good for the algorithm and then i get all the monies but also if you missed any of the show you you could always go right on the podcast as i upload the podcast immediately it's really convenient it's all edited and ready to go since we do it like this 
And again, thanks to our, our sponsors for It's Still Real to Me, which, of course, are always Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. And, of course, huge pro wrestling fan, Booker Atone Championship Wrestling, Matthew Mashler, Signature Real Estate Finder, 561-208-3334. Or if you're looking for your dream home, realestatefinder.com. Today's show brought to you also by Bet Online. Joey, why don't you tell all your fans you'll talk to them next week unless something crazy happens and we pop up for another bonus episode of It's Still Real to Me. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, tomorrow night's a big night. We may, I mean, we may have to do live reaction to NXT. It's so big. But until, but if not, I love you and I'll see you guys next week. All right, guys. Thanks again. We love pro wrestling. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Enjoy tonight. Enjoy what's supposed to be a really good week of pro wrestling. See ya.